Hey everybody, it's officially episode one here on Featured Picks. You're sitting here with Josh, Brad, and Thomas. Today we're going to mix it up a little bit, do a little more get to know you uh, action. Um, and, you know, this is the podcast that no one asked for, but we're still going to bring it to you. You've all seen the picture at this point, though. The old black hole, Mr. M, what is it, M87? I want to say M83, like the band. Is that his name? Is black hole his name? Well, the, I mean, the, the galaxy has a name, right? Isn't the galaxy oh, M87? Yeah, 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 that's right. It is. Look at me. I'm, I'm well informed. I'm a member of the scientific community. Were you the one that took the photo of the, the black hole? You know, I didn't want to artificially try and boost our viewership uh, by throwing my name out there. So I have been using a pseudonym this whole time. Oh, wow. I mean, we'll use plenty of hashtags um, telling everybody <laughs> that we, in fact, discovered the black hole and photographed the black hole. That's true. Um, first, folks. But yeah, the Virgo galaxy, what is it? It's one of two known ones, I think. It's no, no Milky Way, holes. though, I'll tell you that. No black holes. <laughs> Let me tell you, the Milky Way has to be. There's no Virgo candy galaxy. bar. There is no Hands Virgo down, candy bar. gun to my head, Milky Way is my favorite galaxy. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I, I, I haven't traveled to the Virgo yet. So Not yet. You know, I, I got plans. I can't make an objective <laughs> comparison, but one, one day we'll get there. We'll get an alien friend to kind of tell us a little more about it later. But, you know, in, in classic standard, we have one of the greatest scientific discoveries, perhaps, of our time. Um, and we immediately turned it into a joke and started photoshopping it. Instantly. And um, yeah, it's uh, I, I can't say I'm surprised. I, no one is surprised. I, uh, I always think about that tweet that says, um, if the world was ending, this is what someone would tweet. And it's a picture of the crying Jordan photoshopping the earth. <laughs> and this is the asteroid. <laughs> and, like, it's the same. That thing. sounds it's about the right. Same thing. That sounds about we right. We find a black hole and get a picture of it. And and <laughs> i'm sorry for Is the it? viewers at home <laughs> <laughs> it's it's the it's the gotham uh hand your, point a finger and your thumb together and the rest in a of your circle fingers, in a circle if you, someone looks at it you got them that's that's yeah. the whole game and someone photoshopped the black hole into <laughs> into that handshake I'm sorry if this is not, but that is hilarious. I think my favorite one that I've seen is the Young Thug album cover, <laughs> where it's the exact same lighting as the black hole, that's right. but that's no, fantastic. And believe it not, folks, in the year 2019, there was a popular tweet shared around of someone photoshopping a very blurry Harambe <laughs> into the center of the black hole. Wasn't that like Ben Shapiro's <laughs> news network sure too? Was, I think so. It was one of them. And it really just it's <laughs> goes full circle. Leave, leave it to good old Ben. Good old I ben tell you. Well, Josh, you want to you want to bring us in? You want to tell the people what we're about? Tell them why we're here. Well, you know, I think there's no one better to tell them than Thomas. Oh, oh the pivot. Oh, you going to you going to throw it to me, hot potato, huh? Hot potato. All right. Well, on your toes here on the show. Um we are here because we think we're fun to listen to. <laughs> that was that was how this came about. It was uh, our first. There's no uh, ego involved there. There's all. no ego. It's not that we think we're the best. We it's just know just, it's. It's true. that you deserve this. You, guys, you deserve to you be a fly it. on the wall. <laughs> Why not be a fly on the wall to our conversations about entertainment and music and all of those other things? Um, we also figured that the three of us have pretty good chemistry. Uh, Brad and I, things are very hot right now. I'm not sure where that's The, the tension but, uh, is palpable. <laughs> the tension's there. I'm not sure what we're calling it. You but can cut it with a knife. We're taking folks. it day by day. We're taking it day by day. Josh and I, music buds. Music buds. Music buds for life. I can't help but feel a little left out of the music bud. Brad's not my music dichotomy. bud because he's my romantic bud. 
More on that later. More on that later. Yeah, you'll hear more about that as the season goes on. But that's uh, that's kind of us. That's who we are as a as a trio. And um, yeah, just you know, a fun little side project, really. It is. It's something that we can all contribute to creatively. That was that's what I usually tell people when I tell them that we're starting this up is that I think it's really cool that the three of us all have things to bring to the table when it comes to this. Like we all have our own talents, and finally we have something creative to collaborate on. You know the phrase, uh, if you give a monkey a typewriter and enough time, that he will write Shakespeare? (laughs) I like to think that if you give three young men enough time and a laptop, they will eventually make a podcast. I really did. I was not expecting the ending. I was like, where is (laughs) he going with this? I like that, though. It's a perfect perfect example. It really is. And you know what they say, folks? If you're good at something, you should never do it for free. (laughs) And that's why we're doing it for free. (laughs) <laughs> i like that We're that's not nice at it yet but at, when we get to any kind of level of notoriety blue apron we're calling them first. the exact moment i get a dm from dollar shave club it's over. is is the moment this immediately becomes a shaving podcast you guys you listen to an ad for dollar shave club probably the beginning middle and end <laughs> And we're only talking about shaving. It will be more ad copy than conversation. Yeah, it, it, we, it will, we will not work it into conversation. Like 70-30. Like 70-30. We will blatantly take advantage of any sort of audience I that we have. a t-shirt that says willing to sell out for money. <laughs> and that's that's what this is. Any amount of money. Any amount. You, you say 50 bucks advertise. It doesn't matter. It could be less. We're I willing mean, to be sell out. Tell you what. That's what this is all about, really. I mean, when it comes down to it. <laughs> <laughs> At the end of the day. It's all about that cash. Like, gotta keep those lights on. <laughs> gotta keep the lights on, folks. I mean, come on. That's why we're all here. Yeah. So, uh, so our first episode, we're for for all one of you who is listening to this that doesn't know us already. Hi, we're doing we're doing a little get to know you uh, exercise. It's an, it's not going to be our usual format. We're going to no. bring a little more structure to it as we go on. But uh, today. We're just gonna be talking through some of our favorite favorite albums right. uh, of all time, just to give you a little, little bit of insight into the to the enigmas, <laughs> to the to the <laughs> to the deep well of knowledge. A little, a little peek behind the curtain there. Uh, yeah, get rid of some of the mystique uh, that exists behind us. I know, yeah. I know, everybody has a lot of unanswered questions about. People got us. a lot of questions. I mean, they're they're wondering what's the deal with Brad and Thomas. See, I don't know. <laughs> I still don't really know. But I can't help but feel. <laughs> I can't look at you in the eyes. <laughs> like pitching. Uh, <laughs> they don't know us well enough to uh, to understand the the running gag of fake sexual tension between us. I, I can't help but feel like we're laying it on a little thick sorry, for episode I am, one. I am. I wasn't even trying to. I just couldn't help but revisit it for a second. I'm very sorry for the people that are listening because... Because he just can't stop thinking about it. Because it's so tense and I just I don't know where we are. It's fine. I'm not... It's okay. It's okay. We're moving on. We're Unanswered moving on. questions here on. on the show. We'll get back to those. That's how we're going to keep them engaged. That's how we're going to we're gonna get them on the hook. That's right. They're going to go, I can't That's wait right. to see... Stay tuned for the season one finale where we find out do they or don't they, folks. <laughs> 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 the season one finale and i think now's a better time than ever to uh transition into our next topic why not go ahead and brush that under the rug while we still can yep, yep. Did not bring all right the, fellas bring that to the i think we'll start with thomas today go ahead tell us uh not necessarily doesn't have to be your favorite album of all time but we're covering maybe you know something we're always listening to something right. we get a little inspiration from That's right. you know a top album of all time for sure but thomas what do you got for us today So my top album, uh, as some of my friends know, I am a John Mayer stan. However, uh, this album, his most recent album, The Search for Everything, it came out in 2017, and 
Uh, it's actually up on the wall right behind us. Uh, I've got a little vinyl hung up of the search for everything. Nothing and like a visual call out for an audio medium. Let me tell you, the people love it. <laughs> love they, the they, you know, you, you imagine it in your head. I you, we start to build the scene. We're building the scene right now. We'll, Three we'll guys, share some photos couch. on the Instagram page. You can yeah, follow us on Instagram. At Featured Picks. We might follow you back if you're worthy. Hashtag Tommy's Vinyl Wall is what we're going to be using to talk about our albums today. Just Tommy's get that trending. Vinyl Wall. Thank you. Um, so, The Search for Everything. It came to me at a time where uh, John Mayer had not released a lot of music. I think it had been at least a year or more. And Tommy was getting... St- he, he was hungry. He was hungry for something new. And <laughs> Something fresh. <laughs> and I, what I thought was really cool that he did was the way that he released his music... He did it in waves. So wave one was four tracks. Very, very correct uh, usage of the words there. Very, very on the nose. Hashtag just a wave. That's another one Um, from his song Emoji of a Wave. That was actually on the first wave. I've said the word wave at least 10 times. Welcome back to the Wave Podcast. Welcome to the Wave Podcast, everybody. It's a show about waves. Sine waves, tan waves, cosine waves. Emoji of a Wave uh, is (laughs) is a song on the first... Uh, wave of the album that he released, and I'm sorry, you said it again. I, do, I, <laughs> did, I, can't, I can't. I can't. <laughs> I couldn't hold it together. I had to mention it. it. It felt intentional. <laughs> I know. I know. I said it again, and I was like, "Hey, they're they're gonna lose it. They're gonna lose it." Um, all that to say, he released music in waves. He did three waves. Uh, the first one was four songs. The second wave was three songs, and the third wave was four songs. Um, what I really appreciate about the album as a whole is that. He, John Mayer, obviously, at one point, was a bit of a controversial figure. Uh, he was. A few quotes The subject of a couple headlines. Yeah, yeah. definitely. Uh, serial dater. Um, just kind of a jerk overall. I guilty. Mean, <laughs> guilty, am I right? <laughs> All things said about John Mayer that uh, might have been kind of true at the time. However... He obviously has gone through a lot. With he's matured. His, he he's has. matured he's quite matured a bit. A lot, and you can tell. Um, you can tell from his Instagram. Like you can just kind of see that he's very content with where he's at. And what I liked about this album is that it explains all of that. He talks about how the search for everything is never ending, and he kind of comes to an understanding that he'll never truly find it because the search for everything goes on and on and on, as it says in the vinyl slip. If you have the vinyl. Oh um, yeah, that's a little inside. Elitist, inside of, yeah, elitist. You know, it's uh, it's for the real fans. And where's Spotify. That, where's that vinyl hanging at? That, that vinyl again. Hanging? It's hanging on hashtag Tommy's vinyl wall. Uh, we're gonna get that trending on our Instagram. All that to say, his album "The Search for Everything" is cool because it shows me a huge leap in growth as a person. Um, and I think I feel like I've kind of grown up with John Mayer's music with my grandma funny enough is the one who introduced me to him nana has some prime taste nana's got some good taste shout out nana nana has friend of the show my friend of the show nana side note my grandma has a playlist on spotify it has 25 followers 25 people follow my grandma's music playlist that's more on one playlist than actually follow me as a person on spotify i've never had more than three followers on my playlist because it's usually you guys like that's it in That's fact, currently, Nana has more subscribers to her <laughs> playlist than we do to our podcast. That's going to change. Nana, you're going queen, down. Queen of the industry. <laughs> queen of the music industry. I actually heard that Nana was an industry plant. Uh, is what I, <laughs> I, I, think, I think she's on the Spotify payroll, if I'm not mistaken. <laughs> I Back to this album. Um, 
Still Feel Like Your Man is a song off of the second wave. Still feel like your man. Well, that was very, actually a little sample. Nice that was a sample. Is that, is that John? John? I thought John was actually singing just now. That was you, John. Stop, stop guys. Stop. He talks. It's a kind of a sad song. Wow. It's a kind of a sad song. It's a, it's a kind of a nice. It's kind of a nice. Very, very niche. Uh, a very, nobody will understand that reference. That's a, a two-person joke right yeah. there. Really. I'm so yeah. sorry I even said that. It just kind of happened. came out. It's a two-person joke for a two-person audience. It really <laughs> but, is. But, you know. Right, back it is back to it Tommy. Is. Back to Tommy. Back to me. Back to me. Still Feel Like Your Man is a sadly written song over a very upbeat tempo, which is really cool. And John actually says that had he put um, the lyrics of Still Feel Like Your Man to a sad song, he just felt like that would be the absolute pits. He fe- he felt like that would just be way too sad. There's a line in the song that says, I still keep your shampoo in my shower in case you want to wash your hair. And in an interview, he was saying that having that in a ballad or in some kind of really sadly written song would be rough. It'd be rough for an audience, and it would be tough for him, I think, to even perform. So putting it over a happy tempo and a happy um, rhythm and all that was the only way that he could avoid that uh, just tumbling into an eternal sadness with that song um, wow yeah you know you hate to see you, it you hate to see it you really do but <laughs> again boring. but that song is awesome I love it's uh, a bomb still feel like your man is a very very good song uh, that would actually be the song I would probably play a sample of if uh, is that right uh, Brad our sound engineer if you're listening to this if you could just toss a sample at some point over there that would be uh be great that's brad Laubach, uh new newfound audio engineer as of last week or two weeks ago he uh really stepped it up but we'll play a little clip of uh still feel like your man for you right now i still keep your shampoo in my shower in case you want to wash your hair I know that you probably found yourself some more somewhere But I do not really care Cause as long as it is there I still feel like your man <laughs> I think that's actually. Uh, <laughs> I think that was that was it. Yeah, that was that it. You may have just heard a little echo there. I don't. I don't know. <laughs> it was, we went at the same exact time. I think there was a glitch in the audio. I, I think the. I don't know what you just heard there, but it couldn't have been us. Another banger from the search for everything is moving on and getting over. And again, it's all about moving on, and getting over. Believe wow. it or not. Is that that's a very deep read? That's there. A, how, actually I learned that from Genius. I how read, did you ar- uh, you arrive at that conclusion from Genius? I couldn't have arrived at that conclusion on my own. I had to go to Genius for it. They told me that it's all about moving on and getting over. What I actually really like about the song is he talks about how moving on and getting over are very two different things. The line is moving on and getting over are not the same. It seems to me, um, and I think that that's really interesting because you can move on from someone, but you may not have gotten over them yet, and vice versa. Like you could get over someone, but you still haven't moved. Up them out of your life and i don't know this the album is a little sad the more i talk about it i'm kind of like you know it seems a little hopeless um but there is a song called i will be found lost at sea and it's a piano ballad and it's really really cool because you have all these sad songs these kind of uh not downers but just songs that you could really listen to while you're 
sad or you really want to feel something. Some real sad boy hour songs. Some real sad boy hour songs. I mean, I put it on that playlist and, um, <laughs> you know, uh, I Will Be Found Lost at Sea is kind of a rede- uh, redeeming song of the album. It talks about how one day he will be found. Um, he won't be lost anymore. He'll feel like people will see him for who he truly is. And that was his whole goal with the album. He wanted to make music that he liked, and he said himself he didn't know if people were going to like it, but regardless, he kind of put himself out there because it's, I feel like this is his most honest album he's ever had, and that's what I really appreciated about it because, I mean, as an artist, it's I'm sure it's so difficult to be honest with hundreds of thousands, of, I mean, nine million people follow him on Instagram, and that's, I'm one of them. <laughs> I am one of them. We're Jeff's having really trouble being honest uh, about our palpable sexual tension to an audience of 10 right now. So, audience I mean, I can't even imagine how John feels. Let me tell you, it's difficult talking to these 10 people. I can't imagine how John feels pouring his heart out to millions every day. <laughs> um, he is currently on tour with the Search for Everything album and says he has more music on the way. Very um, exciting. Very exciting. So, as someone with a limited exposure to john mayer because i never really listened to john honestly before this album because i i I believe the headlines you know (laughs) i I thought oh he's he's just he's another guitar douche running around you know he's he's a real jack johnson type i don't know i just i wasn't i wasn't feeling it i am all over the rebrand that he is uh, currently oh yes i mean don't even get me started on his fashion and his i mean the air max line he had (laughs) i love those um, but you, did you have a question? I, I did have a question. Sorry. I was going to say, so so you think this is his best work yet, right? Okay. I think it's his most oh. honest work. Oh, okay. And that's that's what made this album so important to me is because, um, so you have Paradise Valley, you have uh, Born and Raised, which were both considered flops in a way because it just was such a different take on uh, the John Mayer sound. Now, starting with an album, like, not starting with an album, but to have an album like Continuum, and then how do you, there's really no way to follow that up. Tough act to follow. So I think that he just went a totally different route, which was a little more of like a country twang. You kind of feel like you're traveling out west. Um, And all that to say, I think that The Search for Everything is one of his most honest albums, and I really appreciated that just because I felt like he wasn't, like feeding us BS, you know, it just was kind of very real. It was very honest. And for the longest time, he was so vilified by everybody. Mm -hmm. I feel like this is kind of his redeeming album in a way. It's kind of like a new chapter. It's like a new leaf, you know? Yeah. And, um, I don't know. I think he he really hit his stride when he be when he pivoted to become a comedian. I I, think was, was was peak mayor. I think think it's just been downhill ever since, since he abandoned that, that budding career. Now I'm going to plug his show. Current (laughs) mood. Is very he's a funny. funny guy. He does a really good job. And I am I know for a fact, because there was a time where he wanted to do stand-up and it just didn't end up working out. And so now he has an audience of probably eight to 9,000 people every Sunday tune in. It's a surprisingly small viewership. It is. It is. Like out of the, you know, like I said, 8 million people, he has probably 9,000 viewers. But they're loyal. Like these are people that really enjoy the show. And what's cool about Current Mood is you get to see John really doing what he wants to do. You Which can tell, is shooting the shit on camera to himself, right, just, to a couple Instagram just, live viewers. Just talking to people. Uh, he's got musical guests, which is really cool. And he even talked about last week on his show, he just said, this is exactly what I want to be doing. He was like, playing music with people I love um, and getting to entertain people. It's, it's like his own late night show in a way, which That's is very really, cool. really cool. 
Um, I, I really enjoy his weird friendship with Dave Chappelle. Those yeah. are two people that I would probably never put together. I, and they, they like tour yeah, together. They right? do. Yeah. They have a tour called Control Danger and Dave tells jokes and John plays music. That's really all it is. I would love to go to that though. I think that's that'd be such so a, cool. That's such an interesting concept. It because is. like you can there's only so long you can sit and listen to stand up. Right. But then it's like you don't just play like intermission, you know, no, and right. have you go to it's like you John Mayer comes time. out. Exactly. It's like a double whammy. Right. I mean, you get the best comedy and the best music. It's just I mean, that's awesome. Yeah. Um but yeah, all that to say, John is doing a lot these days and a lot more than he used to. And I think that the album was kind of the spark that led to all of the things that he's doing now. And I feel like he's in a really good place, which is why this album means a lot to me, because I like seeing that this guy that I've been listening to since I was two years old has grown up to be someone I can look up to. And, two? Uh, all that. Has he been around for that long? Two years old, four years old. I don't know. I, I, he <laughs> put out music in 96 or 97. Oh, that's I didn't know he had been around for that long. That's interesting. Yeah, he's like forty. He's, he's, he's almost fifty. I mean, I know he's, he's forty nine, but he's not forty nine. He's forty eight. My Google comes no, up there. He's there's let's, no way he's almost fifty. I think he is. Let's I was run those numbers. About it the other day, I want now. I got forty one. Forty one. Oh wow. Okay. All right. Born in October of nineteen seventy seven. It feels like I've been listening to him since I was two. <laughs> um, probably more like eight or nine or something like that. I know no. I was probably 12 and Waiting on the World to Change came out, but he has Bam. albums from when he was 20-something, so, right. you know, um, been around for a while. You know, he used to do a bunch of live shows in Atlanta at um, Eddie's Attic, Eddie's Attic. Yeah, yeah, when he was right. when he was on his come-up. That's, that's, that's when I was still in Minnesota, couldn't have come and seen him, because I didn't live here yet. <laughs> Thomas Oden's hidden Minnesota origins revealed yeah. live on air. Yeah, you heard it here first, folks. Tommy Oden is from the Great North, Great White North. Not quite Canada, but, you know, we're going to consider. Not quite Canada. We're he's almost not, there. He's not one of us. <laughs> he's not a true Georgian, although neither am I, so I can't really. Born and raised, baby. Josh Avrilla, native oh, Georgian. That's right. Claim to I fame. I always think you're from Michigan. Just family ties, baby. Family ties. Family ties. <laughs> fake fan is what I'm hearing. Sounds like a fake citizen for me. You know, this doesn't, this is. <laughs> a fake citizen. We'll jump back into it later. That is my album. Uh, that's really all i had to say about it. if i think of something else i'm gonna interrupt one of you so get ready for that that was very well researched thank you i'm i'm not prepared to follow up with that level of, uh, of honest, factual knowledge i just that all that was just now i didn't write that at all. wow mr mr off the cuff good stuff good stuff right there I we, love a, we love a good clap on we, the we, mic. you know nothing records better <laughs> than a nice clap you're gonna you're all gonna have it, to bear with us for a couple episodes so as we learn the tricks of the trade because uh, you know this is our first endeavor at something like this so second episode i mean our first official and our set our uh, second test run so. yes who knows maybe i'll be smacking my gum next episode we'll we'll see we'll all, I'll, some gum. <laughs> we'll all come with uh, some AM, five gum ASMR episode look if five gum if you want to sponsor us i will chew gum on I'll air chew it loudly i'll, I'll make it miserable gum every five seconds if you need me to yes. what flavor is that that's cobalt. Oh, that's going to be cobalt? That's cobalt, baby. Do you remember when people would cover their binders with yes. five-gun wrappers? Did you ever do that with your teeth? Did you ever put the, the foil, fake foil on your teeth? I mean, probably every time I had I, I attempted it. I don't I, know I if I ever got good it. at it. I tried it one time, and I was the coolest kid in school. Wow. My school of 12. because I was The school of 12. Yeah. 
We're just airing out all your dirty laundry today. This From Minnesota, hey, homeschooled. People, the people are supposed to get to know us, and they're getting to know me. We're, we're bringing all the skeletons out of the closet. All skeletons. <laughs> no holding back. <laughs> well, we'll, we'll leave a couple. A couple of them. We'll we'll leave, leave a couple of them in there. We can't uh, spill all the beans just yet. we got to keep you coming back for more. Yeah, what, what are we going to say next week? Who knows? <laughs> I don't know. I couldn't tell you. All right, folks, let's transition over here. To our boy Brad Laubach, what's he got for us today? I'm up next. Uh, so if you know me, which I'm sure all of you who are listening do, uh, I, I, you know, you could say I'm a, I'm a little bit of a Kanye West fan. Uh, just uh, a little uh, bit. A stan, even. You could go so far as to Stand-o. say. Now, Brad, do you own a pair of Yeezys? Just one? Oh, I'm sorry. Could you repeat that? Sorry, I said, did you do you own just one pair of Yeezys? Only one pair? Only one pair. Oh, well, that's actually incorrect. Oh. I own uh, three Three, three pairs, pairs of Yeezys. Really? Money's good. That's Money's right. Good, That's huh? right, folks. It's a pair of 350s, 500s, and 750s. Oh, they're, wow. They're, wow. I'll get a legit wow. check for you on the Twitter. Yeah. Can we get a colorway going? We'll, uh, we'll, we'll post some pictures on the Instagram of <laughs> all of Brad's collections. Some fit pics will be coming later. Hashtag Brad shoes. Hashtag Brad's Yeezys. Anyways, um, so Kanye West has has quite a few hit albums under his belt at this point. It's it's really asking what's your favorite Kanye West album. It's kind of like asking who your favorite child is, you know? And boy, we have an answer for they, And I have a definitive answer for you right now. <laughs> and I have a favorite. Because no matter what anybody says, there is an answer to that. They pretend like there's not, but there is an answer. And that answer is My Beautiful Dark Twisted Fantasy. Wow. Not a surprise. No. I think a lot of people hold that as his, you know, his best album. Yeah. I certainly think so. I think there's a reason why a lot of people think it's his best album. Um, I mean, there's, there's a lot of close seconds, but to me, my beautiful dark twisted fantasy is, is very like peak Kanye. Like it's his production, his lyricism. It all is like at its full maximum level on that album. Um, and kind of give you some, try and give you a little historical context <laughs> to uh, follow up to Thomas's uh, Wikipedia article. He just wrote off the top of his head. But, uh, so this was, this album came out. It was in the post-Taylor Swift drama Fallout, if I'm not mistaken. The golden era. He's getting a lot of hate. A lot of hate from people. People thinking he's a jerk. Which I mean I mean he was. Let's let's there was good intentions behind the the microphone grab. (laughs) He was just trying to stick up for Beyonce. He just cared about Beyonce. He wasn't gonna let I mean, I don't you know. We don't wanna Taylor Swift does not touch Beyonce, but we'll get into that later. We'll get into that later. That'll be for another That's episode two. Yeah, tune in next week for that. Josh is going to go on a rant. But anyway, so he's getting a lot, a lot of bad press from that. He was kind of, uh, kind of falling out of the limelight a little bit. Um, so he runs off to Hawaii and just kind of like isolates himself, right? And he's bringing like everybody down to Hawaii to collab with him and everything. And the end product is my beautiful Dark Souls Fantasy, which it very much excites me because he's kind of doing the same thing right now uh, with Yandi. Yeah. Which, well, I mean, he was when he was in Africa, but then he kind of stopped doing that. So maybe, we'll, maybe we'll, we'll get the recordings. We're not sure where we're at with that. But we'll see. There will yeah. be an album at some point in time. But I think this was probably the album, at least at the time, that he had put the most work into. And he really tried to hone it and make it as good as it could possibly be. And I think that really, really shows. Um, the production on this, I think, is flawless. It has some of the best production in any rap songs i've ever heard in my entire life uh, all of the lights stands out as like man you got the horns you got the drums awesome. you got rihanna on there it's yeah. like 
it's this symphony. Like there are so many layers to it. I listen to that song a lot. <laughs> yeah. All the time. And I mean, you have there are so many hits on this album. You have Power, which yeah. still goes dummy hard yeah. in the gym. Yeah. Uh you have Monster with the iconic Nicki Minaj verse, still probably her best verse to date. Yeah, definitely. She, um, I mean, she can't top it, really. It's just, it's, it was, she peaked too early. Yeah. She set herself up it. for failure, in all it. honesty, because that, it's, it's untouchable. I'm sure she's doing all right, though. You got uh, Runaway, which is to oh most gosh. people, like, the defining yeah. Kanye West song. Definitely. Like, two notes on the on the keyboard, really just... The video of him at his on the on the Yeezus tour when he just hits the one note on the piano and the entire <laughs> then, then he hall away. just erupts. <laughs> he walks away with his Margiela mask on or whatever. I love it. And I don't think I mean you have he followed it up with Yeezus, the album. And lyrically, it's I don't think it's as good. No. It's it's I but certainly goes, don't think it's as clever. It, it goes, goes hard. It goes hard though. It goes real hard. It's a very different type of album, but I think it's very clear that well, I, I think factually it's very clear that he did not work for as long on it. A lot of people kind of said that he was like finishing up verses, like getting <laughs> off of planes and like, you know, bringing them to the studio from there, and whereas he was just, classic Kanye. Right. right. Classic, classic new Kanye, Kanye yeah, for classic sure. Classic new Kanye. Yeah, he did definitely. 80 bars on the plane to Paris. <laughs> <laughs> but you have my favorite Kanye song is on this album. And it's uh, Devil in a New Dress, which has my favorite production of any rap song ever made. But ironically enough, Kanye does not have a producing credit on this what? song. It's very strange. So um, this is producer Bink, I think is his name. Uh, he had no intention of giving Kanye this beat, but when they were in the studio together uh, in Hawaii, Kanye heard it and he just started going over it. And so from there, he was just kind of like, "All right, I guess this is Kanye's wow. beat." So wow, <laughs> but awesome. we'll play a little bit of that song for you right now. Why you standing there with your face screwed up? Don't leave while you hot, that's how May screwed up. Throwing shit around the whole place screwed up. Maybe I should call May so he could pray for us. I hit the Jamaican spot at the bar, take a seat. I ordered your jerk, she said you are what you eat. <laughs> you see, I always loved a sense of humor. But tonight you should have seen how quiet the room was. The Leor Cone, a Dior Ohm, that's Dior Ohm, that Dior homie. The crib Scarface, could it be more Tony? You love me for me, could you be more phony? Put your hands to the constellation. The way you look should be a sin, you my sensation. I've said a word, I've said a word to me this evening. So there it is. Little Devil in a New Dress. Uh, personally, my favorite Kanye song, again. Um, it's hard to beat. And then immediately following that, you have Runaway which is like this nine minute long anthem and about four minutes of that is just synthesizer humming and like feedback on like an amp and yet i listen through it every single time <laughs> i, I, I finished the, the song every single time it's brilliant and there was also i mean the amount of features on this album is incredible let me just list some, some of them off real quick you got kid cuddy you got rihanna you got Rick Ross, you got Jay-Z, you got Nicki Minaj, you got 
Pusha T. You got John Legend. You got Bon Iver, which hey, is uh, well, he'll come into play a little later. Um, but and then there's also the short film for this, which I don't know if you've seen it, Thomas. For uh, for, for my beautiful dark twisted fantasy, there's a short film based on the album I've that Kanye it directed. Like is it the one with the birds? Yes, the bird. yes, I watched it at your house. <laughs> the bird yeah, yeah, yeah. The bird it's the one with the bird lady. It's so cool. It it's. Is, I mean, I think it's very cool, but I think it's also very apparent that Kanye was the one who was like making it because yeah. it's very just all over the place. It, it really is. It's yeah. very bizarre. Uh, it begins with like a meteor falling to earth. I forgot about that. And the meteor is the bird woman. And the bird woman crashes in front of his Lamborghini that's driving through the woods. Yes. And uh, she's wearing, you know, of course, almost nothing. Yeah, uh, in, uh, Kanye fashion. In, in true Kanye fashion. But it's, I would I would definitely recommend watching it. If you haven't seen it, it's like 25 minutes long. What's the title of it? Is it is it just My Beautiful Dark Twisted Fantasy? Yeah. That movie? Yeah. Self-titled. Uh, Self-titled, I yeah. see. Okay. Yeah, there you go. Very cool. It's about 30 um, minutes long, so buckle it's, in. It's, it's a bit uh, of a commitment, but, but you know. it takes you through the album then, most, right? right? It kind of is like little it's, snippets it's, of Yeah, of it. it's like a little, it's almost like mini music videos okay. that kind of tie all together. It's right. long thing. It's, uh, yeah, I remember. I watched that with you guys. I thought that was so yeah. cool. Maybe st- instead of uh, throwing on an episode of The Office for the 80th time, you can just, you know, go ahead and give yourself some quality substance. Maybe you indulge yourself <laughs> a little bit. Maybe, maybe you'll learn something new. Maybe you do something different today. Than yesterday. So These are all digs at Josh. A little piece of culture. Um, uh, I've watched The Office in at least two months. What so What exactly is your view count on The Office at this point? I'm be honest, mine's pretty high. Mine's pretty high. Um, I'm kind of more like a Parks thing right now, so we're kind of working through that. Parks and Rec, mm, classic deflection. Yeah, you know how it goes. Tired of Parks and Rec or The Office? Unless I got some time. <laughs> I got no time. Yeah. Got no time. But the last like four or five songs on this album the transition from devil in a new dress to runaway to hell of a life to blame game to lost in the world is like this insane gauntlet wow. that is is like back to back to back to back wow. like probably in like the most of those could be in his top 10 songs of all time uh, and then you have the beautiful and underappreciated, might I add lost in the world i feel like if you're not like a kanye fan most people don't know this one really I don't know. I feel like I I don't hear it get a lot of playtime. The interlude? No, Lost in the World, the one featuring Bonnie yeah. Bear. It's probably. I mean, if you're not associated, like I have obviously you're associated with Kanye, and I hear that song all the time. <laughs> I wish I was associated with. Kanye. <laughs> I wish I was closely. <laughs> it makes me sound a lot Kanye. more important. Um, but because you're a Kanye fan and we are good friends, uh, I think that you know I'm. I've yeah. heard it a lot. But it's it's not something you would like hear on the radio. No, though. I do agree with that. I do agree with that. But. It, a very unlikely collaboration. Very Bonnie unlikely. Bear. I, again, not two that I would put in the same song together, no. but it works very, very well. It does. Um, but yeah, that's really all I have to say about it. Uh, I think, you know, as a Kanye fan, this is this is Pete Kanye. This is as Kanye as Kanye gets to me. Um, and so how how could you not love it? Right. If you're... If you're a hip hop fan. I mean, this is like one of the best hip hop albums of all time, if not the best. So, that's my that's my story, and I'm sticking to it. <laughs> there you go. But speaking of Bonnie Bear, Josh, do you want to kick us off into your I'd love album to, choice? I'd love to jump in there. Go for it. So, probably my favorite album, at least right now. I kind of transition around in like a, about five or so of them. A man of many tastes. Uh, Twenty two a million by Bonnie Bear. Bonnie Vera, folks, uh, for you that don't know, is 
It means good winter. I believe it's French. Uh, it comes from the TV show Northern Exposure. They use the greeting there. Interesting. Wow. Um, I not did not a, know that. It's an older show. Is that so History Channel? No. It's like a Seinfeld type of show. Not quite, but that is not at all what I would no, have pictured. I was, I was picturing ex- something like intense and serious. No, I was I was and... thinking of like northern, you know, like yeah. mountain men I think climbing. It's a, I think it's about like a doctor that like lives in the middle of nowhere in like Canada or something in some city. Whatever. Interesting. Anyway, twenty two a million by our boy. There's a little bit of a we'll, we'll do a little transition there from Ye to Justin Vernon, if you will. Um, Lost in the World actually is heavily sampled from. A uh, song by Justin Vernon or Bon Iver, if you will. From, bon Iver. I believe it's the 2009 that EP came out. Yeah, the Blood Bank EP, which had Woods on it. Now, if you think you know Lost in the World and you never heard, you never heard Woods before, I you highly recommend it. Think again. <laughs> Just, wow. He, like, only uses his voice and then he, like, loops it and does other things. And he's only saying, like, a little... I'm lost in the woods, blah, blah, blah. You know how it goes, folks. It's a very, like, quiet song. Yeah. It's very, yeah, there's no almost, like, eerie. It's very yeah. simple. It's all his voice. There's only a few lines of lyrics, really. It's just yeah, the same. I mean, it's pretty simple, but, yeah. wow. But yeah. it's, re- I mean, yeah, it's just very impressive, I agree. Very similar to Creeks in that aspect, uh-huh. but Creeks is obviously a, lot, a little more grand. Creeks, yeah, a lot more production yeah. than Creeks and all that, but similar vibe, for sure. Um, And just wanted to throw in that. Kanye West actually has said that his favorite living artist is in fact Justin Vernon. So clearly, I've made the right choice here. Of um, that's only because he hasn't met us yet. That's the, right. the new he'll, premier he'll podcasting host. He'll come around. Yeah. The feet picks game. Should we should we play a little bit of Is Lost in the Woods? Is that the well? That's actually an that's older not the song. defining song. That is that song is actually old, much older. Oh. Um, we're gonna. I think we're gonna go with Thirty Three God, and that's one of my favorites on the album. So. Put those headphones on, folks. We're going for a little ride. Buckle in. There's absolutely no way to reproduce that with the human voice. <laughs> Which is another a great yeah. thing about the album. My man took a big risk. This album came out like 2016. And the first two albums are not very similar. It's incredibly different. Yeah, very The different. first two are like, he was in a cabin in like Wisconsin, right? Where he's from. Just kind of making these songs basically by himself. I mean, very like folk indie stereotype basically he paved the way for the indie folk genre that we have right now see also skinny love yeah uh, a classic that's yeah. the peak old bonnie bear oh, yeah <laughs> the new bonnie bear i mean he is this was a huge risk this album i mean 
it's out there. You probably won't love it the first time. I mean, that's I probably didn't honestly. It's very experimental. Yeah. Very experimental, but every song seems to work. And one of the my favorite things about him, just I mean, the way he sings, I like the sound of it, right? But you don't always know what he's saying, but at the same time, you get the feeling from the music itself what it's supposed to mean. Yeah which I think is just awesome. But if you sit down and like, it's, you know, it's dark, right? You got your headphones on. <laughs> nice cup of coffee. Well, we're, we're set the scene cup of right coffee, now. maybe. It's, it's cold. It's cold. You got your wool socks on. You're reading through the lyrics as you listen. And then you're like, hold up. Because <laughs> you still won't, you still probably won't figure all of it out as you're like, you know, trying to sing along in the car. Yeah, you won't, you won't it's know. It's very heavily distorted. You yeah, won't know probably what he's saying all yeah. the time, but. If you just read through that, the writing level, I think it's probably, I mean, I don't think there's anybody that touches him really when it comes to songwriting. I think, um, I think I agree. I think it's an album that you have to give a little bit of your time and attention. You can't just sit down. It's not and, a casual listen. No, no. you're not going to be, you know, going to school or, or, you know, driving to the store and you just put it on for a little bit. It's, it's a whole experience. I feel like. Yeah. You're not putting it on at the pregame. <laughs> <laughs> well, maybe, maybe, you, maybe you do. Depending <laughs> on what you're trying to do. I mean, if you're trying to get everybody on Survey the, couch, the crowd first. Put on, yeah. put on like what? 10 death breast or whatever. The second song on the album. I think if you're trying to sedate the whole that, party, that song, that, that song on. get going. I tell you. Another little thing I wanted to add. So like the song titles themselves are very confusing and make it a little hard to like say. It looks oh, like Playboy hey, Cardi wrote every out, single yeah. song title. You have like, like weird symbols and stuff. Hey, check out, uh, you know, it's easier to just go track five instead of saying, oh, upside down six, upside down six, upside down six, upside down T. Great, great song. But From a marketing perspective, very interesting choice because they are all impossible yeah. to search. But... They're, I mean, they all have like a very elaborate and deep meanings. There's some like religious stuff in there. I definitely recommend looking it up. It's way too in depth for today's show. I oh, say. which you didn't do your homework? No, I did my homework. I we know a, lot. a whole. That's a whole episode. I know here. enough. That's <laughs> I mean, and a half. It's just I mean, there's hashtags. There's diamonds for O's. You got like parentheses, underscores. Or if there's like a secret code in there, like I mean, like a treasure map. There is. You just. You have to look deeper, folks. <laughs> you have to open your ears folks, and not deeper. your eyes. You got to open your third eye and your ears. <laughs> open your third ear. <laughs> your third ear. Once the third ear is listening, then you're good. It's the only way to listen to that album. I got one little quote from a song I think really sums up the album quite well. The quote is, We've galvanized the squall of it all. And that is from the Eight Circle song. That kind of relates to almost the whole thing, how it's so out there, um, kind of embracing going away from maybe what's traditional in the music setting, um, trying to kind of branch out in his own way. Um, but and then I just want to throw in a couple extra Justin Vernon uh, information. He's got a couple of side projects yeah. that he does, doesn't he? So for the fans out there, I'm sure you know, you're edge of your seat right now. <laughs> uh, you got. Is he going to say it? <laughs> Most recently, Big Red Machine, if you've ever heard of them. It's his side project with one of the guys from The National. I don't remember his name because um, he's not Justin Vernon, but he's still pretty talented, <laughs> He doesn't I guess. warrant a name. Um, I, I really like that album they put out. It's, it's kind of branching off of 22 A Million in a way, almost. Kind of experimental sound like that. Not quite the same, but a great album. Again, probably won't love it the first time if you didn't love this one the first time. 
But if you give it some time, I think you I think you'll enjoy it. You know, Jay told me about Big Red Machine, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, I I couldn't I couldn't remember the name, and I kept thinking of Red Jumpsuit Apparatus. Do you <laughs> do you remember them from like middle school? A little yes. different sound. Uh. <laughs> I was trying so hard because I was like, I really want to listen to this album, and I could not get Red Jumpsuit Red Apparatus, Jumpsuit apparatus out of my mind. Guys, yeah, a little different than Red Jumpsuit Apparatus. Um, I mean, at its core. <laughs> I mean, really, when you come down to it, just if you really read the heart it. and like you know the lyricism, it's all there. Okay, next next up on the docket, we're still talking Justin Vernon side projects here. Volcano Choir, probably. I mean, interesting. Maybe a top ten band for me, honestly. Wow. There is he in Volcano? Yeah, Choir? Yeah, he's no, one of, he's, he's not. Are he's, you serious? Yeah, he's the singer in Volcano Choir. One of the singers. Comrade from. Yeah, I mean, we're making revelations. That here. album, I, did not I don't remember that. the name of it, but it's got this sick like wave on it. Like it's so like it's, it's like you're so sitting cool. in a boat. Like in the middle of the ocean, and then there's like waves coming at you. I need to listen to that song right now. That's... So, ooh, that album. Maybe we'll hit that later. Maybe we'll hit that later. I mean, that it's is. Hidden. That's a good album. It's Let me just. Good. I'm just gonna pull up for the fans real quick. Give you. Just give you a little taste. Straight, so, straight from the phone. So you can straight know. The... Just so you can know. <laughs> yeah, we're gonna have Josh hold up his his phone straight to the okay, microphone. Okay. The album is called Repave. It's from 2013. Wow. We're coming yeah. up on six years ago. of this album being out. Album is good. It's very good. I always kind of felt like it was Bon Bon Iver inspired, but I never knew. I never knew that. Yeah, he's in there. That's wow. so cool. Only, just, only the real ones. And just a quick plug uh, to my girls, the Staves. I'm a big <laughs> Staves fan. Um, they recorded their most recent album in his studio in uh, Wisconsin. It's so a pretty big honor. It is a big honor. I think he produced it as well. That's a uh, that's quite the Dang. milestone. Yeah, that's really cool. Imagine like getting invited to Justin Vernon's studio to record your album. Kick it in the studio. Yeah, I'll produce Fair it for you. Yeah. yeah. Well, that was very, uh, that was very insightful. I'll try to do my best here. Uh, you know. <laughs> you know, here at Feet Picks, we're just doing our best. You know, we're really o- just... only the cold hard facts. No, no bullshit. <laughs> uh, <laughs> a little bit of filler. Uh, <laughs> you know. A little bit of filler, then we find our way and we keep hey, going. You gotta have a little bit. Just, gotta, just a little bit to make you really you appreciate. Have a little fat. Have a, little fat. a little fat to appreciate the meat, so you know. Right. Right. It, it makes the meat taste that much it sweeter. Does. Wow, it really does. Symbolism is just off the walls here. I tell you what. All right, well, I Some think big it's big brains only. I guess it's time to jump into our next segment. Uh, we got. I guess so. I guess, so. I guess we're gonna do our Discover Weekly section here today. Uh, just kind of, not necessarily new stuff. Sometimes maybe it's a track of an artist you've heard of before, but then maybe it's featuring somebody else. You know, maybe it was on a Discover Weekly this week. Maybe we're finally giving somebody a chance that we've heard about before new to us or just whatever whatever's on the rotation or something we think week. you need to hear very true all right we're, we're gonna start with tommy weekly. this week let's all see what right. he's got so i heard on my discover weekly playlist oh, about yeah. three weeks ago was love on the brain dash los Feliz boulevard it's a kind of a long name but it's a cover of rihanna's love on the brain by cold war kids and let me tell you this song is uh it's a good one. I think that it really focuses on, I was telling Josh earlier, actually, it's as if someone took a microscope and zoomed in on the slightly emotional part of Rihanna's Love on the Brain, because Rihanna's version is very uh, pop, and it's kind of, it is, it has that meaning of, oh yeah, I, st- I miss my lover, I, um, I still have Love on the Brain, however, it's not quite as um, ballady. 
Kids. Um, yeah. And that's Cold War Kids took this pop song, uh, which was a huge hit, and turned it into a very slow, very moving ballad. And I just think that it's it's very well done. Um, are we playing these songs? Are we gonna? Oh, we gonna we're gonna one? give you a little snippet. We're gonna give, a little, we'll give a little snippet. Let's give the fans on the taste. Uh, we'll give them a little right now. Yeah, we're gonna give it to you right now. Stop loving me, loving me. Don't quit loving me, loving me. Just stop loving it. Oh, and babe, I'm fist fighting with fire just to get close to you. Can we burn something, baby? And I'll walk for miles just to get a taste. Cold War Kids cover. Now, Cold War Kids actually was joined by an indie artist uh, who's rising, actually. Oh. Uh, named Bishop Briggs. She's the female oh, I know. lead. I know that yeah. sounds familiar. Yeah. yeah. She has an awesome voice. Very clean vocals, very powerful. And one thing I thought that was cool about this song is uh, the male and female voices talking back and forth. I thought that that was really, it's kind of like a classic um we'll duet yeah a little duet i would love to hear just these two so the lead singer of cold war kids and bishop Briggs do a whole duet album together i think that their voices blend very well you can't go wrong with a good collab album you really can't I mean, I, you can especially when you bounce back and forth as well as that That's what I'm he, he brings it he, bri- he I, really does dude has some pipes he nails the he nails everything he nails everything he goes for he hits it and i he has such a good range he goes like I like. I almost feel bad for her that she has to like try to harmonize when it's he's tough. hitting those high notes. It's tough. I mean, wow. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. I, a funny little quote that I saw in an article was that they only did this cover so that they could meet Rihanna at some point because Cold War Kids, <laughs> Cold War Kids absolutely loves Rihanna, and they were like, "This might be our one chance to get in contact with." They're her. trying to get that free uh, Fenty hand <laughs> handout. Yeah, they're trying, uh, they're trying to get the, the new makeup. It's sold out everywhere. They have no other choice but to do the cover. <laughs> they did the cover. They contacted her and. <laughs> The rest is history. They're Remember. actually going to plan to meet her in court when she sues them for copyright infringement. That's, That's actually plan. our plan to meet Rihanna as well. That's right. uh, we're going to just go ahead and finish out the podcast with a full-length song of hers so that she Maybe has to copyright strike us. Yeah. They find it. We get to see her in court. It's going to be great. Boom. Restraining order. She's got we got an autograph. That was uh, Love on the Brain. I really liked that song. That's what I've been listening to this week. That was my Discover Weekly. Now, that, Josh. That uh, must have been uh, Love on the Brain. Must have done <laughs> on the brain. That was uh, really great. Really wow. Great. I'm thinking, uh, Brad, maybe oh, you can hit us with me? your Discover Weekly pick next. Little me. There Little is. You. Well, my back. pick uh, comes from a a band or a former Rest band, unfortunately. Right, Rest in peace. We'll miss you. Called Dalmatian. Uh, not to be confused with the K-pop band. That is probably the first result you will get. It is. On Spotify, if you search them up. Uh that's that's not the kind of person I am. That's not the kind of life I lead. Not I yet. have more self-respect. Not yet. I haven't right. quite gotten 
to that level of despair. We don't want to alienate our K-pop fans out there, but uh, <laughs> you know, our our one listener that was tuning in for the <laughs> he, whole he turns time. turns it off right yeah. now. <laughs> he goes, "I'm done. I'm done. I can't do this." One star on iTunes. <laughs> uh, anyways, band called Dalmatian from the hustling, bustling city of Macon, Georgia. Wow. Uh, I heard about them from a mutual mutual friend who I went to school with. I don't I don't know what the the etiquette is of shouting out names. Uh, Sam Sammy B. Good old Sammy, Sammy B. B. Good old Sammy B. Shout out Sammy B. Um and then we ended up seeing them uh at one of their live shows a during times, a right? yeah, it was a couple times. We, Sounds of the South. It Sounds of the South. There yeah. was well, we first actually saw them at Brag Jam. Yeah. Or no, oh, or was it I think yeah. it was no, it was the other way around. It was Sounds of the South. Sounds of the South, that sounds right. Uh mm-hmm. saw them at Sounds of the South first and then uh later at Brag Jam. Uh but they're a little yeah, a little local making band since broken up, unfortunately. But they have this I don't really even know how to describe their it, sound. It's it it's varies. Groovy. It is. It's very groovy. It's kind of funky. But yeah. not like not like a jam band necessarily. They still bring it though, but Yeah. Um a step above a jam band. It's it's definitely my biggest uh hipster claim because I think they have under four hundred monthly listeners yeah, on Spotify. Their, yeah, their listens are like in the one thousand. Sam really? told me I might be their last remaining fan. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> so that's that's my claim to fame. But anyways, uh, we're gonna play a quick snippet of a song called "Girl Prowler" by Domitian. Babies has a beauty pot power on over 300 Magazine covers from back Every time you see a green tree Hanging from a rear view mirror Think Betty It shall send the sense through her hourglass figure Time doesn't heal it only The figure bottles with the bridges high Can go through house Making lies can roll through by the day Guys, the girls and mice are on the bike The golden age of glamour is gone so anyways that was girl prowler um they have i think three albums or maybe at least two, two. albums and an ep yeah. something that like right. that, that sounds right um so i don't know a lot of their songs are very hit or miss for me which is interesting because i guess they never miss huh josh was too much of a coward to say it <laughs> i see i didn't want to chime i didn't want to cut him off i don't want to cut him off you can always cut me off for a tiktok reference um, <laughs> but yeah very very hit or miss i guess i never miss huh um but there's there's a couple songs that i really like by them uh chieft comes to mind oh i love Chieft. Uh, love long gone mm-hmm. it's a summertime bop uh, I would describe a lot of their songs as summertime bobs. Definitely. You know, the weather's getting warmer. I know it's a little bit of a throwback. I think this particular song came out in like 2014. Um, but you know, it's it's heating up out there. The stage is heating up. Sun's, Sun's going, going down. down. Windows that's, are rolling down. That's an inside joke, folks. <laughs> Plenty of those coming. Yeah, we'll we'll definitely forget to filter those. You out. know, uh, if I was your lover was my very yes. first song. Oh, I really movie. liked by them. Also a very good one. Um, it's strange. It's it feels like very old timey at parts and other others are it's like uh, if you took an like an 80s band and put them now yeah exactly it's just yeah it's they're a very unique band and i think that they 
not that they try a lot of things, but I think that they're tried. Tried. R.I.P. I gotta speak in the past tense. They are alive. Uh, just to preface <laughs> they, that, they didn't die in a horrible accident. No. But they just they might come back someday. Who knows? Maybe when when we this. take off, maybe they'll hear this. We'll re- <laughs> reignite possible. that spark. There After Blue have. Apron buys us ten thousand streams, <laughs> and everybody hears this. Dalmatian, if you guys are out there, just know that you still have fans. Come back. We come listen back to us. To us. I'll, I'll come to Brag Jam again. <laughs> I'll do it. Let me know when the reunion tour is happening. Um, but yeah, it's it's a funky song. It's, you know, it's not like the best song in the world. It's not genre changing. No. But, it's just, you know, it's a, it's a fun bop. You're, you're in the car with the boys. Windows are down. It's summertime. Sunglasses are on. Sunnies, Shorts are on. Sunnies on. Shorts are short. Shorts short. <laughs> Shorts short. <laughs> Um, but yeah, give it a listen. Summit if you haven't listened down. to it, <laughs> you done? Are you almost done? <laughs> <laughs> you, you, um, get, you get the vibe. You get the on. point. You get the point. It's definitely a vibe. Josh, you wanna you wanna bring us on home? You know what? I think I I just might in a song that is about uh, searching for a home in a way. Wow, just like not, we are. Not necessarily in a, in a deep way, but literally uh, house house buying. But <laughs> <laughs> I definitely took that to be a more spiritual meaning. It can it can mean whatever it wants, like whatever you know you feel. But it doesn't. But it, you know, for me. Neither. But I can tell you for a fact it doesn't. But you're an idiot if you think that. But okay, so the song today is "Depreston" by Courtney Barnett. Now, Courtney Barnett. I've seen her name, you know, on the Spotify homepage every once in a while. She did an NPR thing. I think I watched it at the time. But anyway, I was just was just Skipped. like, oh, I'll, I'll get back to that. I'll get back to that. You know, kept seeing it. I was like, all right, it's on Discovery Weekly. Let's let's, let's hit go. it up. Let's go. I'm like, depressed and what could that mean? Sounds a little sad. It's a little sad. I was going to say, it sounds like a nickname you'd give someone named Preston who's really sad all the time. In a way, it is. Come on, Preston. Why don't you talk a little (laughs) more? Come on, Depreston. Stop. Preston, more like Depreston. Guys, it's not funny. (laughs) And it is. And it's it's still funny, folks, because Preston, believe it or not, is a suburb of Melbourne, Australia, boy. Melbourne, Australia, huh? It's a suburb then. Corny Barnett. Now listen here, Karaki, Corny. <laughs> I'm gonna jump Corny. back. I'm gonna jump out of accent for a little bit at this uh, because that that will. I mean, we'll go on that for a long time. You have to. You have to cut it off it. before it starts. Yeah. Really. So, she's from Melbourne. I think she's from Melbourne. The Preston is part from Melbourne. They're going house hunting, right? And just Preston is kind of like a sad. It's like a sad town compared to being in Melbourne, right? The there's, sunny city. There's a line in the song about them getting to. Preston and seeing like a guy getting arrested like immediately and just so for I'm just kind of jump back I guess should we should we play the song now and then kind of go back into it give give a little snippet yeah Yeah, we got a little preface all right here we go listen up folks here we go he said we should look out further I guess it wouldn't hurt us we don't have to be around all these coffee shops Now we got that percolator Never made a latte greater I'm saving $23 a week We drive to a house in Preston We see police arresting A man with his hand in a bag out for first impressions this place seems depressing 
was depressed in by Courtney Barnett. Um, so one of the things I liked most about the song was that little, that tasteful little riff that, I mean, it's so short and so sweet. It it just, it's throughout the entire thing, right? And I just, her songwriting style to me is kind of unique. It's almost like a stream of consciousness, if that makes sense. She's just kind of saying stuff. I mean, she, she also has some... <laughs> I, I just be saying shit. She'd just, just be saying anything. She's be saying anything. She's got some great, like, puns with, like, song names, like, Depreston. I mean, that's pretty good. But then she has one called... It's not this song, but it's called Avant Gardener. It's about... <laughs> <laughs> it's just about, like, you know, all that... Is it, is it her gardener who wears a lot of song It's about gardening. Clothing. Part of it's about gardening. But, yeah, I mean, stuff like that. Um, I don't know. Just the song is simple, but it still kind of has a unique feel to it with uh, talking about you know house hunting and like a smaller town and all yeah. that. it's just it reminds me of something that you would hear at like a bar at like yeah. 2 a.m yeah, where know. like you have like the one guy who's like passed out <laughs> yeah. on the bar and there's like the singers still trying to earn <laughs> yeah, a couple yeah, bucks so yeah. she's yeah. still Come going the the day, yeah. like it's the very quiet kind of like sleepy late night type yeah. of vibe very much so it's a cool song i had never heard that before yeah, yeah. i uh it's very like Drive, like the music in the uh, music video yeah. that we watched we'll chime in on the music video around and um shout out the music video. that's all it is really it's just driving and yeah i'm pretty sure that was like i don't know 100 percent, but i feel like it was in preston like they were driving around yeah in the music video yeah, yeah. it's literally just like three cameras on different angles like on a car just going cool. around yeah. it's very it's very calming the yeah. song is calming the video is calming. It, it, yeah it fits the it fits the sound very well yeah definitely yeah, yeah. good stuff that's all i got that's all i think that's all we got i think so i think uh all that's left to do is to get out of here, you know? Well, before we sign off, I <laughs> just turn like the lights to... off on us. <laughs> <laughs> just make sure to check us out on uh, Instagram and Twitter at Featured Picks. Um, Somehow snag that handle. Don't know how we it got, happened. We got it on both platforms. I, I'm still waiting for it to kind of kick us out, but for now we're there. Whoever's Instagram out there. and Twitter. You're now lacking. That, now we that we're, um, I guess we're doing this thing, uh, look at for a little, like, a little more uh, content out there. Yeah. Toss us that follow button and remember, on Spotify and iTunes. Send us your hashtag feet pics. We want to know what you want us to talk about. Please don't send us actual pictures of your feet. We're gonna get at least one. Uh, <laughs> I, I know. I know some of you jokers are gonna gonna send us your your feet pics. I, know, I, I actually don't like friends. feet at all. Yeah. Brad has got this little <laughs> thing. He hates feet. Uh, but but um, yeah, go ahead and give us a give us some feedback. You know, we're all pretty new to the whole podcasting game. Let us know what you hated. Let us know what you liked. Don't just tell us that you hated all of it because that's not constructive. I mean, we get it. It's <laughs> we understand. We know. I, you know it's a... We already know that. All right, folks. This has been featured picks. We are signing off. We love you. Mwah.